0: Hello, assalamualaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound, and healthy. And before I start the podcast, um, just a note that I might not be able to um, post or upload uh, episodes in the next coming few weeks, maybe a couple of weeks, because I'll be traveling. So I will not be able to have access. Um, uh, you know, not enough access. I mean, I would be, ha- be having limited access to Wi-Fi and uh, in that, you know, uh, it would be difficult for me to upload my episodes. Also, um, I, ha- um, I will be busy not just traveling but, but getting a few things done. Um, and I really need to beat the heat. I'm seriously, I'm literally... Um, it's like I feel like I'm braised chicken right now so uh, but, uh, but I have uh, I don't think uh, much is going to happen in the next two weeks in fact this is why I'm uh, kind of making this podcast now because as I'm listening to all the journalists talking about the scandals breaking out <clears throat> um, in less than 24 hours of the government leaving the illegal government finally leaving um, I'm sorry, but what is the surprise there? All the journalists are talking about it as if, you know, this is this massive breaking news. And hello. um, If you listen to my previous podcasts way before this government came, even um, I've been talking about how the government has left landmines, in fact, not just me, um, most of us, most of the, uh, you know, uh, concerned uh, people amongst the public and amongst relevant uh, journalists and in other fields that are concerned or relevant to the uh, whole system, um, they have all mentioned the fact that the previous government had left landmines for Imran Khan's government to step on at every step. And that is what is happening because they left their people in all the strategic positions, which which I kept on and on complaining about how this was one of the worst, most fatal mistakes Imran Khan made um, by not removing those people. And this is why we're facing what we're facing today. And also um, in my previous podcast, I have constantly said that they will come with a vengeance and they would come with full preparation and uh, they will come to wrap things up because this time they're gonna to come to completely um, paralyze the country, to backtrack the country, to basically put a stop to the country's progress um because um the ultimate goal of the uh, of american minions was basically uh, to follow the ultimate goal of america which is to stop Pakistan from existing as an independent sovereign state, and obviously knowing that there is no future, I mean, at, at least that is what they came. They came with that in mind that uh, this would be one of the f- this would be the final step uh, to be taken, and that is why the establishment and the army very openly committed treason with these people, um, you know, not thinking of the future consequences because actually in all of their minds this was supposed to be the final stage, leading the to the fruition of the long-term plan um, which meant leading to the um, utter termination or elimination of Pakistan as a sovereign state um, that finally Pakistan would be removed from the map and that this was supposed to be their conclusive um, step or stage if you understand so they did not come here keeping uh, consequences in mind they came here to do a quick dine-and-dash and so uh, they were here to make sure that everything is turned upside down and in the meanwhile obviously because they are thieves at the end of the day their whole goal was to um, get as much money as they could and send all of that back abroad and then escape as soon as the time came and that is exactly what they did so I'm um, sorry why are the journalists talking as if this was you know the biggest scandal ever and never in the history of Pakistan could anybody think that they could uh, you know uh, that they could um be uh, that they could be so many corruption scandals within 16 months i mean that is exactly what they came here for they came here to get money and they came here to steal our money and they i told uh, you guys that uh, in the beginning in the with, that within 24 hours um he would uh, empty the treasury and he did. Uh, that is the first thing that Shabashreev did because how else are you going to lead the country towards default um, if not by completely emptying, uh, emptying the treasury. So um now they're all and now people are also journalists are talking about how there's going to be this huge accountability in this. In the past seventy years, we have never had accountability. That is why Pakistan is where it is today. So please let's be realistic here. Please don't talk about Pakistan and accountability as if these two go hand in hand. Never have they gone hand in hand. Never will they be hand in hand. I'm sorry to say, because Pakistan uh, as a system had already. Uh, failed because we already had traitors in within the system Uh, so it was that is why Imran Khan utterly failed I mean three years is not even enough to even start to uh, demolish an existing rotten foundation let alone rebuild something or atop of this already rotten foundation it would take us another 50 to 70 years just to do that and that is even if we had the same kind of the same person and the same person is not going to last for more than 10 years even if by some miracle imran khan comes back and manages to last 10 years it still would not be enough this is a fact let's face it let's wake up to reality um at the end of the day um they came here to destroy the country which they've done they came here to loot the people and to completely plunder this country which they have done 16 months you're saying 16 months is a heck of a long time people get stuff done uh, you know in 24 hours stealing is no such big deal especially when you already have people in all 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 the positions um you've got people in lesco to steal the money and via bills you've got people in gas again stealing money via bills you've got people in nab going around stealing from uh, rich people breaking down doors which they've done with PTI's members they stole from them very openly in broad daylight through police through fia through army um and then you know uh, we've got the bills and taxes put together they're stealing all of that and then they're taking their friends and their families on trips abroad using all that money our money it's nothing going out for out of their pockets you know And then, uh, you know, and then they're talking about, oh, there's going to be this great accountability. You just see everybody's going to be, uh, you know, held accountable left, right and center. Our system never held anybody accountable. If if we actually had an accountability, I don't think these people would be here alive today amongst us. These people would have been caught and, uh, you know, hanged. Uh, pretty much the, the the year they first came as premiers, you know, Zardari as president, Nawaz Sharif as premier, Benazir as premier, pretty much after their very first tenures, they they would have been caught and hanged, for treason, for corruption, for whatever it is that you want. I mean, they never were held accountable for the past. 50 60 years and you expect them to be held accountable all of a sudden now today why because oh uh now the establishment and the army have realized that they have really dug their own graves and now they need to somehow you know fill those graves up with these people no that's not going to happen because as i said they've all reached to the point of no return and there never has been a system of accountability in pakistan implemented we may have laws we may have bureaus for that we may have departments for that but we've never had accountability uh, we've all we've always had revenge politics and we've had um, uh, treason uh, committed out in the open and like how oh, right now the army killed its own people from within who because uh, in the name of mutiny because they were against them committing treason and so anybody who was against the traitors was just killed um, within the army outside of the army amongst the politicians amongst the journalists many were killed many were injured many were tortured i mean what do you want uh you know to, from the people when you're Trying to give them false hope that, oh, I mean, this is the, I'm sorry, but I, I think that that is the most irresponsible thing any journalist would say, no matter how veteran they are, no matter how senior they are. In Pakistan, it seems every journalist is a senior veteran journalist anyway. And every journalist is actually a, an analyst for some odd reason. It's like everybody is a PhD holder and nobody knows anything. I mean, or, or maybe they're just trying to, you know, uh, create some sort of a dramatic narrative. And, you know, uh, but I'm sorry. Uh, let's just be real here. Let's speak the truth. The truth is um, Pakistan has never held anybody accountable to date. Pakistan has always made the innocent suffer while the the traitors and the corrupt have always roamed free and always allowed to flee the country. Why? Because they have all that money. They're sponsored by America. They're sponsored by the Brits. Um, and, you know, they, they have uh, all that wealth uh, that they have stolen from us um, and that they have taken as bribes and kickbacks and as sponsored uh, sponsorship money and, and you know and they uh, it's all out there abroad uh, we couldn't even get that money back heck Nigeria got their money back from Swiss banks India got its money back from Swiss banks How is it that Pakistan ever got its money back from Swiss banks I mean you really need to think about it isn't it so yeah i'm sorry but my question here is that why do people think that there is going to be um that this is a huge surprise or a huge shock that 16 months um uh, these people could not uh, that nobody w- could have imagined them to uh, commit such atrocities and such serious corruption in 16 months I mean, I imagined them way before they came, and I I predicted it. And if I can predict it, it means almost everybody amongst the public has predicted it. So why are the journalists talking about it as if this was an unbelievable fact, for God's sake? also why are the journalists talking about um them uh, as if you know they they're they're talking about uh, having expectations from them to do something why they didn't come here to do something as i keep on and on repeating myself they came here to destroy the country which they've done 16 months is a lot of time thank you very much in fact they, they actually had a huge time and this this is something that that they would have done in 6 months actually they came hoping to get it done in 3 months but it's a because of Imran Khan that it took 16 months. But yeah, I mean, come on, it, it takes hours, literally to just start stomping on people and stealing money, you know, especially when you're in the government, hello. So yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm sorry, I'm not expecting any accountability here. I'm not, I'm not expecting anybody to be caught for anything. Imran Khan is still in jail. I don't care how many good news uh, people are bringing about Imran Khan. Uh, the fact is that the good news will only be good news if he's actually physically out of jail. Otherwise, there is no good news. So yeah, no, I don't agree with all those good news. Yeah, there might be good news in some weird theoretical, superficial, political sort of a sphere, but no. In deep, dark reality, um, black is black and white is white, okay? And it is as simple as this. The only good news is if Imran Khan physically is let out of jail, okay? And then the only good news will be that once he's out, uh, he musters up power and strength. And the public and him, all of us, we all get together and we hang the traitors. That will be the next good news ever, because we need to teach them a lesson, and we need to teach all the future generations a lesson uh, to last them forever, that if you do this, you will surely be killed. If you commit treason against this country, you will be killed. It doesn't matter if you are working with the Americans or the British. It doesn't matter if you're working with French or Portuguese, who gives a frack about that the point is as long as you're traitors this is the result this is the end result this is the consequence your death you know that is how china um brought its people back to reality that is how the chinese government made sure that the corruption within chinese government is almost eradicated that is how in other countries uh you know examples are made out of uh their political leaders in, uh, but in countries like India and Pakistan and Bangladesh and in countries like even America, um, you have corrupt criminals roaming around. You've got rapists in the government and you've got criminals in the government and nobody to touch them. And yet you've got innocent people being framed and put in jails and tortured and killed. So yeah, we're basically following the Israeli-American system here where... Uh, there is no truth and the only truth is that which is fabricated and which is a narrative that is pushed forward and that is why you see that even in certain western channels also they are being forced to uh, create a negative uh, narrative but because the, the some of the many of those journalists still have some sort of that freedom despite the uh, limited censorship within their uh, media. Uh, So they somehow, the other, managed to get their true narrative out, uh, for which we're quite thankful. I know I am. And I am very thankful to those in the British media and in the Western media and in the American media who, uh, you know, stuck true to their, uh, they, they stayed true to their beliefs and they stuck to the truth and they you know they did not allow people to dictate their narrative um, and i'm also not at all uh impressed with the al jazeera and with new york times and all but then you know that's what you expect from them they give you a narrative that is given to them um it is a dictated narrative a scripted narrative you know and all they have to do is to sort of copy paste it so yeah um Again, uh, I would advise that you look for alternate, uh, alternate, uh, you know, uh, news outlets, which is basically social media, if you want to find out what's going on in Pakistan, as opposed to the narrative that is being shoved up uh, our faces every day through mainstream media all over. Um, the, the government may have gone. Again, I would repeat, the government may have gone and people may think, oh yeah, now they're gone. They, I'm sorry, they're gone, but again, we don't know who's coming in the caretaker government. Scandals have broken out, corruption scandals have broken out, uh, who cares? Who cares? It's not like the establishment or the army are going to wake up and say, "Oh, this is our chance to you know once again get back into the fold with the people, and let's just you know start arresting people. Let's let let's uh, let Imran Khan out, and because they know that they have gone to the point of no return, as I keep saying, I don't think that they even realize um, how far they've gone, or maybe they have realized how far they're gone, and that's why they'd rather die then try to take a u-turn at this point um there might be a few sensible people who might be arguing within the you know because that is all these people can do is sit and argue amongst themselves as to what they need to do next although it's really as simple as that uh, resign all of you all of you in the establishment and all of you in the army you better resign and you better run for your lives because uh, I don't think anybody's going to forgive you. Uh, and if you stay put, then you're in for a bitter ride. Uh, I think uh, that the journalists need to stop talking about accountability and, and about how people are going to be caught and how I, I'm not seeing that. And that has never happened before. It will never happen again. It, it won't happen in the future. Uh, I can guarantee that. I, it can only happen when all these people, all these players are removed and we have completely new players put in these positions, in these posts. And, and when the court is actually being listened to, I mean, as, as we have it, there is no government. The government is all out. Election Commission has taken the reins. But what has Election Commission done till date? Till date, Election Commission has worked with the illegal government in committing many of those illegal and corrupt acts. And now even the court is not being listened to. The court is, uh, you know, the, the police, the law enforcement are still in contempt of court. When the court has constantly ordered them to, uh, you know, to let Imran Khan have visitors, uh, to let his lawyers visit him. And they refused. Before that, the court said that he should not be arrested. They refused. Before that, the court said that all these trials are bogus. They refused so do you see anybody coming uh, listening to the court today no the caretaker government is not in place the illegal government is already out and dissolved do you see anybody listening to the court today no so i don't see any accountability coming i don't see why the 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 journalists are acting as if somebody had some expectations from this government nobody in the public had any expectations from this government we all knew exactly what they were here to do they were here to destroy the country which they've done okay so yeah please even even journalists who are trying to maybe give a positive note stop doing that let's stick to reality The reality is Pakistan is basically destroyed and Imran Khan is not out of jail. The day he comes out of jail, you would actually look good giving positive vibes and hopes to people. So, wherever you are, however you are, hope you're all safe and sound and healthy. And this is me signing out. Khuda hafiz.